Hey, Rookie Big Board listener. Before we get to this episode, I want to make sure you know about the 2022 Rookie Guide. Volume 1 is out now. It is over 130 pages, chock full of rookie insight, 90 player profiles, mock drafts, player values, comparison to Devi and Dynasty value, and so much more. Head on over to patreon.com slash the FF Educator and get your copy now. in session this is the draft seminar rookie profile series i'm your host matt hicks the ff educator joined as always by john Lobb, the gridiron scholar this is the tyler Beatty fantasy football rookie profile episode tyler Beatty, a sleeper favorite among many in this draft class before we jump into it want to make sure folks know that they could check this episode out here on the Rookie Big Board podcast channel, the Rookie Big Board YouTube channel, and of course the NFL Draft Bible podcast network. You can find more of John's work at at footballdiehards.com, and you can check out more of my rookie analysis, including the 2022 Rookie Guide, which is out and available now at patreon.com slash the FF Educator. John Tyler Beatty, sneaky good running back out of Mizzou. First, congratulations on your rookie um, book, Matt. I know the amount of work you put into it. It's excellent. And all of our viewers, go get it. And it's not because I'm Matt's teammate. Just go get it. You'll definitely enjoy it. So congratulations on that. Tyler Beatty, if you played CFF last year, he was unbelievable, Matt. And the first thing I'm going to open up our discussion tonight, I bet you if we pulled 100 college football fans and ask them who led the Southeast Conference in rushing, I don't think 30% would say Tyler Beatty. Matt, he was so good. He led the best conference in the nation, beating Alabama, LSU, Georgia. I mean, we know the names. He had 1,604 yards rushing in the SEC. I'm sorry. I know, you know, I'm going to overrate SEC backs in general, we know that that athletic ability is there, but when you're against the best competition in the nation week after week and you lead it in rushing, I can't believe that people are not talking about this young man as much as we need to. And he really caught, I mean, obviously the film, college fantasy football, he was off the charts, Matt. But at the combine, when he ran a 4-4-5, was very impressive. And I began to look deeper, watch more film, because a year ago, people weren't talking about Tyler Beatty for good reason. He had been on the bench behind Larry Roundtree, and you and I like Larry Roundtree, and we talked about him last year. So Beatty had a role of Missouri as the pass catcher. He wasn't the every down back, but then he was promoted, and all he did was lead the SEC in rushing. He had 54 passes last year, Matt for 330 yards and four touchdowns. That's just unbelievable for a player that was off the radar of most 
draft experts. And you go back. I've said it before. I like young men who do well in the classroom. 2019-2020 SEC academic honor roll. Even go back to 2018, Matt. He was SEC all-freshman team with 560 scrimmage yards on 101 catches. He ended his career at Mizzou with 126 career receptions. We're going to talk about that later. And in school history, he ranks third in yards from scrimmage with 3,889 and seventh in rushing yards. He's a New Orleans native, and he earned a degree in sports management. So the young man did what was expected out of him, not only on the field, but in the classroom. I think part of it, not only was he behind Roundtree, Matt, he was only a three-star recruit for 24-7 sports. So he's not one of those young men who, you know, way back in the day, four years ago, we were talking about him as a five-star prospect. And this is my favorite high school stat of this young man. 2016, he had a game in high school, Matt, 40 carries, 400 yards rushing, and three touchdowns. He has been a very good player that is way under the radar, Matt. What does your film study say about Tyler Beatty? Yeah, John, I think it starts here. You know, you talk about Tyler Beatty's size, and immediately folks kind of get turned off. They immediately pigeonhole him into being a smaller bag. But he's not dramatically undersized, right, especially if you're thinking about him making a name for himself at least early on in his career as that third down back, John. And he has the pass catching ability to fit that, right? And so the really consistent hands, he's reliable catching balls off target, and he has a pretty good catch radius for his size. So I think immediately in the NFL, he's he's an attractive draft pick, and he hangs on an NFL roster because he's a good pass catcher. And you mentioned his speed, John, there with the 40 time. He has good play speed as well. He speeds oh, up quickly yeah. off the line of scrimmage. He accelerates well through the second level of the field, and he's an athlete. I mean, you mentioned scrimmage yards a lot, and it's because he can really do a lot. He's fluid. He catches before and after the catch, and he does display some subtle slipperiness in tight space and pure elusiveness in open space. And, John, you know, you think about it, right? Because we're going to talk about Beatty's downside. He's not going to be a pure power guy, right? So he doesn't have that raw strength. But think about this. Really take this into context. The Mizzou offense is not dynamic, or at least it was not this last year. It has been dynamic at times in the past. But I say that because SEC defense is new that Mizzou was going to run the ball. And so if you're worried about an undersized running back, well, he held up with stacked boxes and SEC defenses understanding that Tyler Beatty was going to be getting the ball right. And to me, that says he understands how to do a lot with a little. So is he going to be a pure power player in between the tackles, smashing at the goal line in the NFL? No. But does that mean he can't have a, a, a role in the NFL? No, I think he can. It's an exciting film review. But John, let's get back into those numbers. First thing I have to say, he doesn't hit the 200-pound threshold. Specifically, we like that 205. But he's 197, and he's 5'8". So from a BMI standpoint, he has what you're looking for. And Matt, when I studied him, I think of Duke Johnson and James White. He is very fluid with the ball in his hands. He really is, and I know it's an overused term, he's a natural pass catcher. He has soft hands, and he turns up field effortlessly. Sometimes when you see a player running back in the flat, like they, they just don't transition, right? Tyler Beatty, boom, 
He is gone, and he immediately has that vision to hit the second level. I really like him. He has a role in the NFL. And let's look at the numbers, Matt. 2,748 rushing yards in the SEC. And you have mentioned it. The Tigers have been explosive in the past. They haven't had a quarterback now for a while. Like they had Drew Locke, and since then, they're looking for a quarterback. And that, that that's a whole other discussion, the Drew Locke one. But he's been productive with unimpressive quarterback play for the Tigers. He averaged 5.4 yards a carry in that conference. That's amazing, Matt. 126 receptions. When I started my model building in January, I did not realize that over his career, he had 126. That immediately woke me up and said, wait, you really got to study this young man in more detail. 34 career touchdowns. Matt, he is a three-down back. I don't think he could do that role throughout his career because he just isn't going to be able to take 200 touches from the from running the ball. But he could have 100 carries and 60 receptions. He could have that, you know, James White, Duke Johnson. And in the third round of a fantasy draft, those are valuable players, especially if he, you know he's going to get the call like he's the guy who's playing. Remember Justin Jackson had, like, he won fantasy football games last year. I know he won me three playoff games and tons of money in DFS. Like, Beatty could be that type of player down the road that you have to pay attention to. And you mentioned it. Look at that scrimmage yards dominator last year, Matt. 36%. You had to stop him, and opposing defenses could not stop him. 1,942 yards from scrimmage is amazing. Matt, what what do the fantasy football fans need to know? John, I think Tyler Beatty is going to go off the board early day three of the NFL draft. You know, I I think with this uh, kind of rising value of the running back uh, group, I don't think he's going to capitalize on that day two, or I should say capture that day two draft capital. But I do think that he's a round four, maybe a late round four. uh, Early round five, I think, is the lowest Tyler Beatty goes because I think he is going to fit into an NFL offense. So not the highest draft capital, but not my lowest tiers either. And I think he's going to end up falling in this flex filler range, John. I love that comparison in terms of fantasy relevance there to a Duke Johnson. Or, you know, I think Duke Johnson is at one side of the scale, right, where he's always hanging around and you're always waiting for him to have a week. And then it's James White is on the other end of that, which is a really consistent running back, too, that's had running back one seasons, right? So you have a nice scale there. And I think somewhere in between Naheem Hines is also kind of yeah, in my right. head as the type of fantasy guy. And I'm still drafting Naheem Hines. I just was in his first and I'm still taking him, right, because he has a role. And so I think he could fall into that flex filler range for you in a roster. Somebody you're not going to start every single week, but as injuries pile up, as bye weeks hit, that they're going to be relevant for you on your on your deep dynasty roster. In terms of his rookie ADP, um, I got him kind of pegged as an early round three rookie ADP, and I think that's a real sweet value spot. That's exactly where I want to get him. I'll be happy to soak up some Tyler Beatty shares there early in the third round of Superflex rookie drafts. So I'm going to have mid-level exposure to him, John. But I hope all of our listeners and all of our viewers have high-level exposure to the entire rookie profile series. We're still going strong, even as the NFL draft is quickly approaching. So whether this is your first episode or 30-something rookie profile episode, we appreciate you listening. And as always, we appreciate you checking out this episode.